0: Welcome to the MPYA podcast. MPYA is a gathering designed specifically for young adults. In this podcast, you'll hear messages from our gatherings, as well as conversations that we hope will help you navigate these defining years of your life. We hope you'll join us as we explore practical ways we can follow Jesus in our everyday lives. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at North Point Young Adults, and subscribe to the podcast if you like what you hear. But with that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode. Uh, what's up, people? Welcome to the pod. We've got Nathan in the house. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Allie's here. Hello. Everyone's favorite. And then my is Clay, wow. and I am just stoked to be here. Uh, amazing morning. Nathan, how was that commute in? It was good. It from the 80s. It was a little
1: rough coming mm. from midtown, huh? Today was like 32 minutes. That's good. Solid. Midtown like, That's a good to Alpharetta. day. That's yeah. good. Nathan knows all about that city life.
2: That's crazy. Well, to open this podcast, I I have a question. You do? I came prepared. I brought a question. It's a question I really like to ask people. So I'm going to point it at Nathan uh, this morning. So Nathan.
0: Directly at him.
2: Close your eyes for a second. (laughs) Imagine he's doing it. Take us there. But he's doing it. Imagine a world, okay? But every single person in that world is Nathan are Nathan's is an is Nathan okay so
0: loves this question
2: I do I ask it a lot um the whole world is just you okay you're making the decisions. Yep. You're the leader. You're also the follower. You're everyone. <laughs> um, describe this world to me, okay? What businesses are booming? Um, what's the living situation like? Are you in little silos? Are you living together? What music is just playing constantly? What? Okay. Just give it, paint a picture <laughs> for us. Of, okay. Of well, this world first I have to naked. say...
1: I do think it'd be a pretty boring world. <laughs> wow. Not that I'm boring, but just like 8 billion of me would be pretty boring. I was about to I say that's a lot so. of self-awareness, you know. Um, Nathan know. thinks he's boring. But as far as businesses, ski resorts would be booming.
2: That is Come on. so not boring. Come on. That is so not boring. <laughs>
1: they would be booming. You know what's sad um, is I've never even been skiing. <laughs> not yet. You're missing it. And Maybe. I feel like I've got to go out west. I feel like I'd be kind of good at it. Yeah. Um, um yeah but I'd probably snowboard. As far as music, here's a hot take, okay? Okay. Obviously worship. I do like genuinely love worship. Yeah, no, just, that's like, not
2: Nathan a hot dancer. take.
1: Nathan has one of the no, best here's worship the hot playlists take, in the game. <laughs> Soul songs. Soul songs. Uh hot Follow. take, country would be played a lot. Okay. <laughs> like that's I nice. grew up on country and I love country. I get it. And I think it's amazing. Little Morgan no hate. Yeah. And then business, or restaurants Chipotle would be Okay. Doing pretty well. Okay. Mm. Sure. Um, Chick fil A and then probably like a really nice steakhouse.
2: That's all you need. Yeah. Where would you, what <laughs> are you going to, are you living in like cabins?
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. Log cabin. Like, uh, snow like everywhere. A modern luxury A frame. That's, wow. That's specific. Nathan,
2: your world is cool. <laughs> I would visit. Would we'll you visit see. his world? For
1: sure. Yeah. It's a dream.
2: Wow. That's nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's I'd nice. say mine. Is the one thing that I'll take from that is uh, I feel like mine would be full of Tex Mex restaurants. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I want Super Rica. I want, yeah, maybe all, yeah, Little Ray. Yeah.
2: That's amazing.
0: And golf courses.
2: Yeah. What about you, Al? I think my world, there's a lot to it, but I I imagine that all of us would live together in like a big castle. Mm, (laughs) That's accurate. I think I want, we all have our own rooms, but we live. Together, because, that's you know, if you together. know me, I don't love being by myself. So
1: that is so some true. together
2: time, but also we can escape into our own room. Yeah. But mm. I'm not sure everything.
1: I would love that world, but that's yours.
2: <laughs> you don't have to come to me. Honest, you don't. You're not. No boys allowed. It's yeah, I'm me. not there anyway. It's just my world.
0: <laughs> yeah. Allie doesn't love the feeling of loneliness. Very I don't. Much. Uh, I don't.
2: Does anyone like that feeling? You can be alone and not feel lonely. That's true. But no. Does anyone like feeling lonely?
1: Uh, Nathan? I hate it.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> I think we're all on the same page on that. Yeah. Uh, which is a perfect transition into our topic this morning uh, because we are coming off an amazing message by our friend amazing. Nathan. <laughs> talking about singleness. Um and just the gift that that is. But I think sometimes the pushback on that could be that in our singleness, it's very easy to begin to feel lonely. So um, in that, how I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, so,
2: Yeah, Nathan did a great job. But I do want to pose a question okay. to you based off Fire your away. message. Um, if you haven't heard it, you can listen to it here <laughs> on our podcast. Um, so your single... You're doing the right things. You're investing in yourself. Um, You're not just trying to be in a relationship to fill some sort of loneliness void, but it's Friday night. Yeah. Everybody's doing something, and you're sitting in your room and you are feeling lonely. Totally. And you wish that you had a date. You wish that you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You wish that you had someone. What do you, like, what do we actually do in those moments?
1: Yeah. I I love that we are having this conversation and just asking this question because, you know, I think we all know our messages or sermons aren't in a vacuum.
0: They're Mm -hmm. like
1: in real world. And so it can sound great. And it's like, I'm on board with everything that Scripture's saying that, you know, was in the message. But then what does that look like on a Friday night, like you said, Um, which it it exists like you're going to be looking for plans and when everyone's out at Super Eco with their girlfriend or boyfriend and <laughs> that you're feels just so like, pointed at me <laughs> at
2: us at really us.
1: <laughs> yeah and you're like well here's my ramen noodles for the night mm, um
2: nutritious yeah
1: exactly and cheap but i think the first thing that we kind of talked through was just like be proactive mm. you know and I think oftentimes, you know, we say this a lot of times in relationships, especially like in the talking stage, like it goes both ways. The street goes both ways. But that's the same for friendships. Like don't just wait on someone to hit you up and ask you to go do something or go, you know, to top golf or go to dinner, or whatever. Like reach out to people. And yes, you might get like six no's, but you might get one yes. And everybody might be busy for the first five people you text. But that one person is like, yeah, like, let's go grab dinner. Let's go do this or whatever it is. Um, I think like being proactive is super important. And it can be scary and even like feel risky. Like you're putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And there's that like, are they going to say yes? Are they just going to ghost me? But <laughs> <he's> good, yeah.
2: <laughs> Clay goes, but through.
1: I really do believe like you just got to go for it and yeah. see what happens.
2: And you're talking about friendships specifically, totally. not yes. necessarily just relate like romantic yes. relationships.
1: Yes,
0: yeah, I think what you're saying is totally true. I, I feel like a lot of us, um, a lot of times we're just waiting around for connection to find us, yeah, like good. we just kind of sit there and wait for someone to reach out. Um, but at the end of the day. We need to be the ones who initiate. And if we initiate, if we keep doing it, yes, we may face some rejection, but that's okay. Like, and we'll totally. grow through that. Uh,
2: okay, but let me, let me say something. What is chime you, Okay, you're in your, you've hung, you've, <laughs> I'm processing this question as I'm asking it, but What if you don't want to come across as annoying? Like, what if you've asked these people or this person specifically over and over and over and they're like, sorry, can't. Sorry, I'm with my mom. Sorry, I'm at Super Rica. I can't. And then it's three weeks later and you're like, well, I just I feel like I'm being annoying. Now I'm scared. Now I'm insecure. I don't think they like me because, you know, when you're sitting in your room by yourself and you're feeling lonely, all of those things in your head of like people don't like me. Everybody's doing things and they don't want me to come. I'm purposely being excluded. How do you fight through that feeling and that fear to continue to be proactive?
1: I, I will say, and we know this, but Satan is the father of all lies. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to think and feel and believe that you're the problem and that, you know, you're lonely because of this about you, you know. And honestly, Satan loves loneliness Mm -hmm. because I heard this quote years ago that boredom is the devil's playground. And when you're lonely and bored, it's the devil's playground, you know, and he just starts spitting lies into your head. But I would say... It's a big perspective thing. Like, don't see that as them rejecting you as a person. It's just rejecting the schedule Hmm. of whatever, you know, it's like, hey, sorry, Friday night at 6. Had this on the schedule.
2: So don't take it personally. Totally. Yeah. But
1: also have social awareness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. You know, if they're like, sorry, I'm bathing my dog. I can't. Right. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that one feels a little more like an excuse so right. than something legit. And roof. that's okay too. And also, you could come do that with me. Right. Right. I don't know.
2: So, yeah. probably if that person says that specifically, maybe you should just ask yeah, someone like, else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my dog ate my homework or something. Yeah. 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 Oh. What else, Clay? What are you thinking for loneliness? Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, kind of like what you were saying, I do think when we are sitting at home alone and we are just scrolling social media, um, we're really beginning to feel very alone. Um, and we start to notice and become attuned to what everyone else is doing. And we can begin to kind of get in our own heads. And it's like, okay, I see all of these people out with all of these friends and maybe they're even friends of mine. And it feels like I didn't get invited to that thing. I don't feel like they like me. And like you were talking about, all of these things start going through our head. And so it's like in those moments, um, what do we do with that? I, I feel like major FOMO starts to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, when we're feeling lonely, when that begins to happen, I I think, and we didn't start with this, but um, when we're trying to find friends, when we're trying to figure all this out, I do think one of the most important things that we can start with is simply prayer. That's true. Like, How? I know. Like, huh? what does that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to, I, I'm looking for friends. I'm trying to find people that I'm going to do life with it. Um, and I, it's just not happening for me. And I keep reaching out to those people and um, they aren't responding or they're coming up with excuses or their schedules really are that busy and they don't, or they're do not they not making time for me. And I think in those moments when it feels like there is no one out there for me, um, I i think the truth is that God wants you to be in community. He wants friends for you. Yeah. And so as we begin, I, I think one of the first things that we can do is just pray and ask God for friends specific, and be specific. Like, Lord, will you give me friends? Will you bring friends into my life? People who are so for me, people who want to hang out with me. Like, I don't think you should shy away from being very specific in your prayer life. Yeah, And so ask God for exactly Literally. what you want. And I believe that he will bring um, friends into your life Yeah. and, and maybe <clears throat> also maybe ask for the courage and the confidence to and the boldness to initiate, to reach out to them, to um, and, and discernment in those situations where it's like, uh, are they <laughs> just blowing me off or do? Is this legit? And I think the Holy Spirit will guide you in that and help you discern whether or not what they're saying is true or whether or not they want to be friends with you. Uh, I don't know. I, I think prayer is a huge aspect of this. Yeah. Um, so that, it's
2: interesting too because it feels like when we're in those moments, we're like, we are the only person that is, that so is true. feeling yes.
0: lonely. Yes.
2: And I remember my freshman year of college, um, I was told by someone older, hey, Every single other freshman in college is in the same boat as you. That's good. They are looking for friends, too. So true. So you're going to feel and you're going to believe that lie that everyone already has friends. I'm completely by myself. Nobody wants to invite me yeah. to their friend group. But the reality is, especially in young adults, especially right after college, you move to a new place. There's a lot of people moving to a new place. And so the idea that there's a lot of people sitting in their room on a Friday night hoping someone will reach out to them Mm -hmm. and wanting to hang out with people. And so it's like all these individually isolated people that really, if they just came together, there's a little friend group right there. You know, there's community, but it requires courage. Like we've been talking about and also requires wisdom of the Holy Spirit of like, Hey God, who should I reach out to? Like who put someone on my mind that maybe I randomly met and small group or randomly met at church. And I'll just, find them on yeah. social media and DM them. You know, it's totally. never actually been easier to reach out to people because you don't have to find a phone number. You don't have to mail a letter. I don't know if that's how people used to make friends, but you can hop on social media, send a DM and and put yourself out there and make make some friends.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and I think another thing in all of this is we're t- kind of talking about social media. We're talking about DMing people. We're talking about reaching out. Another big aspect of this is I think you got to get out there and get involved. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of sit in our rooms and we're scrolling social media and we're thinking about all the people and what they're doing. But it's like, if you just got up, walked outside, began to do some things, got involved in some places, you may begin to meet people who are like you and who would love to be your friend. Yeah. Um, So I, I know for us, Uh, Something I've been very surprised by is literally just going on a walk in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. The amount of people that you'll run into and begin to meet and potentially make friends with. Um, And so I think a big thing is maybe you just go on a walk in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like maybe just walk around, meet your neighbors. Um, They could quickly become your friends. Um, And then another thing, another aspect of this, too, is I think you just got to keep showing up like some consistency, some routine, keep showing up to the same places. I know that when sometimes when you show up to a ministry or you show up somewhere for the first time, it is extremely awkward Uh, or it can feel very awkward and it can feel like no one's noticing you and you're trying to find your own way and um, you're trying to figure it out. But if you just keep showing up, if you keep coming to the same place, I promise you someone's going to notice your face and someone's going to notice the fact that you keep showing up and they're going to begin to talk to you. And those deeper relationships will begin to form. I yeah. think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there's people in ministries. A little insight. All three of us work in ministry. I work in high school ministry, and these two work for young adults. We put on events and we want people to show right.
0: up. Right. And we want to talk to you and we want to meet you.
2: And at least for me, there's a little bit of anxiety of like, what if nobody shows up? Oh. But then there's all these people who are like, I just want to go somewhere and be with people. And so
0: I'm praying every week <laughs> I know that people show up. We
2: want. I mean, like, people who are inviting people places or or saying, hey, let's go meet at a park at this time. Like, the people putting those on, on aren't doing it and hoping nobody comes. They're hoping people show up, and we're hoping that people meet people and make friends. Totally. Um, so... Yeah, you need to reach out and invite people, but I also think it's really important to actually show up to things, Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to. Even if it's not Friday night, it's actually a Tuesday night, and you're busy, but there's a group of friends hanging out, and you know on Friday you're going to feel lonely. Just figure out how to show up to the opportunities that you do actually have, because um, you don't know where that could lead to.
1: Yeah, that's good. I think I said in the message, um, you can't be lonely serving others. And so, you know, mm -hmm. if you're pouring out and just looking for opportunities to serve others, chances are you're going to be less lonely Mm -hmm. than you were before. Um, But I also think, like, you can meet friends that uh, through your serving, that you're serving, like, alongside. You know, if you're volunteering to serve in transit, then your co-leader as a small group leader could become one of your best friends. And then all of a sudden, yes, you're serving others on a Sunday morning through middle school, Um, but then also you've got a really good friend from Mm -hmm. that uh, as well. And, you know, it might not look like your dream opportunity on a Friday night or whatever when you're serving others, and and I think that includes, like, in the church and outside of the church. I remember this kind of embarrassing, (laughs) but in college, like, I was lonely, you know, for a season like everyone. And on Friday nights in college, I was kind of a part of a homeless ministry. We would do and just go hang out with people experiencing homeless homelessness. But on Friday night, Nathan's like, the best of us all. When I didn't I mean, have plans, so, so pure. I literally was like, I have friends that also need friends, you know so I, mean. I would just go hang out with them. Like literally, just hang out with them. <laughs> Again, is... is that like top of my list? Friday night dream? Not necessarily. <laughs>
2: you keep prefacing things like. Oh, my world's really boring, snow skiing. <laughs> oh, this is really embarrassing, but I'm a saint. Like, <laughs> but,
1: but again, I just think in a way, like, there's other people out there that are yeah. lonely. Yeah. Go find them. That's so true. That is a good reminder. You and can't it, they do not be don't have lonely be homeless,
2: when you're serving you know? others.
1: Exactly. That's really um, good. Nathan
0: was serving others when I was a freshman in college and I was feeling lonely. I w- was just reading my Bible. <laughs> my <laughs> oh, that's dorm. Sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. when
2: I was in high or in college and I was feeling lonely. I hung out with a lot of high school girls.
1: There you go. You know. See.
2: You know the middle school, high school girls on a Friday night. What are they doing? Nothing.
1: It's kind of I mean, the ego. Sorry, boost too, some of you
2: so are good. doing awesome. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and and I think. I think that there's always an opportunity, but I think we get in our own way when we're sitting by ourselves and feeling sorry for ourselves and assuming the worst in people. But the reality is you just might need to get a little creative like our friend Nathan over here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was um, thinking this morning about this and about Jesus. And I think what's so cool and powerful is that he can empathize with us Mm -hmm. in our loneliness and he can Mm -hmm. um, sympathize. And know and understand where we're at because on the cross, when the world had rejected him and, you know, all of his followers were like, we're out. Um, And then he has that separation from Mm. his father and he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, and I know like maybe you're out there listening to this and you feel like I've been forsaken Mm. by a lot of people. But I just think there's so much power knowing that our Savior can empathize with that. But also, the good news is he cannot just empathize. He also destroyed loneliness through the cross Hmm. because of him coming back to life. And as believers, his spirit living inside of us, like we're never truly alone. And he promises that. Some of his last words before he leaves earth, he gives a great commission, says, go and make disciples. And then at the end, he has that powerful uh, sentence, and surely I'm with you always, even to the end of the age, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, you know, obviously, we were created for community with other humans, but there's so much power in knowing we're never truly alone. That's Like, so true. even if you are in your bedroom on a Friday night, counting how many times a fan spins around, mm-hmm. somebody's with you. Mm-hmm. Jesus is with you. Mm-hmm. So...
2: That's really good. No, that really does defeat the idea of and the lies that we believe that we are alone and that nobody likes us and that nobody loves us. Actually, you are so loved that's good. that Jesus went to the cross for you. Yes. Um, and so I know that that's, you know, spiritual and like, yeah, but I want to hang out with people. But at the end of the day, if you're walking in your in the truth that, hey, you're loved, God is with you, Jesus died for you. I think Going and finding community from that posture is going to help you create a more healthy community. It's going to help you to love people better because you're not trying to get something from people. You're actually like, hey, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what's been done for me. And therefore, I can go serve. I can go love people. I can go hang out with people and, yes, experience the benefits of community, but also with the idea that, hey, you're you're also loved by God and I'm going to treat you that way. Um,
0: I, Yeah, and I, I also do want to point out, and just I, I think this is important, that there is a difference between loneliness and being alone. Mm-hmm. That solitude isn't a bad thing. Yeah, That sitting alone to think and pray and read your Bible aren't bad things. I think this feeling of loneliness can begin to get a bit overwhelming. Uh, but I do think in those moments, potentially maybe in our singleness or when we're feeling alone, those could be some of the best possible moments to lean into your relationship with Jesus. Yep. Kind of like what you're talking about. We know that he is there for us, that we don't always, uh, we're never alone ultimately. Uh, and so I do think sometimes these seasons of life are specifically given to us to grow in our faith mm-hmm. and to, um, learn more about who he is. And I said that kind of jokingly earlier, but in some of my most lonely seasons, I began to do that. I mean, I was reading my Bible. I was watching sermons. I was listening to worship music. And um, although, I mean, that may sound cheesy to some people, but it's like those those were actually powerful moments for me that I look back on now and I'm so grateful for. And so I think we can either waste that season or we can use it for good.
2: Do you wanna tell them how your singleness and how you invested in your relationship with the Lord actually made us meet each other?
0: Uh, that did happen. <laughs> well, I mean, I can definitely get into that a little bit. Uh, yeah, in college, for the most part, I was single, and then I graduated from college into young adulthood, still single, um, but I decided to, I mean, I, honestly, I heard a Ben Stewart sermon where he did singleness, dating, Engaged, married, uh, and I was listening to him talk about singleness, and he was championing it. And I was like, "Man, this is the first time I've heard someone talk about this thing being like I could use it for good." And one, of, he tells this story about a friend in there that uh, he decided, "I'm going to take." I'm going to use this time to take a seminary class just because he wanted to learn more about God. And I heard that. Uh, and I knew that passion at the time was offering a a PGI, uh, seminary course through DTS. And so I decided to sign up for it. And in that, uh, I fell in love with it. It was called story of scripture. It literally changed my life. Um, and from there, I decided I want to continue to pursue seminary. And I felt like God was calling me to do this. And in my singleness as well, I was uh, helping at this tiny little local church uh, in my hometown. And so I just felt like all of these stars were kind of aligning and God was uh, pushing me in this direction. And through all of that, I see on Twitter, uh, just randomly, North Point is offering this residency Look at program. Twitter doing
2: something <laughs> I know, right?
0: Shout out to Twitter, Elon. Um, <laughs> And so I see it. I joined the residency program. Um, I go through the entire interview process. It all works out. I feel like God is so in it. And then through joining the residency program and doing seminary and working at North Point, uh, I just happened to meet this girl named Allie. Uh, <laughs> and, and here
2: we are. And
0: here we are. Yeah. Love at yeah. first sight for me, so for truly, one of us.
2: Yeah, well, you investing in you know, community in that church, but also pursuing where you felt like the Lord was Mm -hmm. leading you. You weren't doing that in order to meet and get out of your singleness. You were doing that because you just knew that that was what God was calling you to do. And through that, we met each other. So thanks, Ben Stewart, for (laughs) introducing me to my husband. Love that. What a hero. What a hero.
1: Great. Well, just to kind of wrap up and, you know, go back over, I think three main things we talked about one is um to reach out Mm -hmm. be proactive be brave it goes both ways and yes you might get six no's but you'll get one yes and just take advantage of that yep um second get involved serve Mm -hmm. others you know look at who is living in your ripple like get um just busy get plugged in in, that's good
2: you know find a come to
1: north point young adults exactly um you know, serve in I.O. or transit or serve a local nonprofit, you know. Like there's so many great opportunities out there. Serve homeless people. Exactly. And then also, um, you know, just show up. Be consistent. That's, yeah, that's I right. what Keep showing up. Like. Keep yep. showing up. Be bold. Um, just get out there. And, um, you know, that doesn't make it necessarily okay. that yep. it's not going to be hard. Yep. Um, but I think it can make this season a lot more meaningful Mm -hmm. yeah and just to kind of tack on to the end of that
0: don't fear rejection yeah like I think in the texting but I also think in the showing up and the getting involved in all of that I think there's this underlying fear of being rejected and so if we just begin to put all our faith in God trust the Lord uh, keep showing up keep getting involved I do think um, he's going to honor that and you're going to find the friends that you're looking for love it amazing amazing what a day. Uh, we love you guys. Hope it's uh, an awesome rest of your day, and we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the NPYA podcast. To learn more about us, you can follow us on social media at North Point Young Adults or head to our website, northpoint.org slash youngadults. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss one. See you all next time.